Today's podcast is brought to you as always by Our City Coffee. Coffee. Coffee that cares. Olivia Daisy. Look at this. Special guest, Milady. Olivia Daisy hires. Now, uh, I, I meant to be recording this before she got back, but I didn't. So I said, hey, you want to grab the mic and listen like an eight-year-old because people like to listen. And you're here. What do you think of the coffee? It's delicious. I like the blueberry sunrise. I love the blueberry sunrise as well. If you want to buy some coffee, use the code BS at rcitycoffee.com and get 15% off today. Lucky for you, though, coffee's always free. Yeah. Are we going to have this baby anytime soon? What do you think? Today maybe, is August 27th. How long do you think? Week. You think a week? I think it's going to be the 6th, 7th, or 8th, or 9th. Leave some comments in the comment section if you want us to start a new parents podcast. What are we going to talk about? What do we know about being a parent? Nothing. Nothing. But we'll talk about... I've been trying to get... Li- I, I've talked to... I've brought this up to Liv. That's why she's saying it. She would, I don't know if she'd actually do it. Would you actually do it? I mean, I'm not going to be as good as you at podcasting <laughs> not that I'll great try. Just talk <laughs> just talk to have to see microphone here. <gasps> and she just broke <laughs> see <laughs> the, the arm for the podcast thing <laughs> on today's show live that you you just missed you just walked in the house after we've got julius white what did we talk about business and bs we did we talked about his experiences playing college football at rice like timmy and i both were uh, college football players we talked about how he just moved out here with, with nothing really, no job, no gig, started his own business. We talk a lot about social and content creation and how to do that, how to build client bases for, in any business. The conversation was so good, the podcast, I don't know how long it was, 45 minutes or an hour. And then we talked for an hour and a half after the podcast. We sat here on the couch, just turned everything off and kept talking. Uh, it's a great convo. <laughs> and I can't wait for you to hear it, Liv. And we hope you enjoy. Goodbye. Goodbye. All the way from Houston, Texas, flew in just for the podcast, <laughs> Julius White. Yeah. Doesn't that make us sound big time with Tough flying people yeah. in? We yeah. should say where everyone's from because everyone we do is like not from L.A. anyways. Yeah. Well, nobody's from L.A. I know, but it sounds cooler. Like, yeah. From Houston, Texas. Yeah. It does yeah. sound cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll make that a continuous Definitely. thing. Definitely. Welcome. Welcome I appreciate to my, you. Appreciate my living room. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate you having me. We, uh, what is this? Three years ago, I probably reached out. How? So we did a project with USA Today. Yeah. We did some shit. That's how we met you. Yeah. But I don't know how the hell. I was thinking about that the other day when we were talking about doing the podcast. How I found you or mm-hmm. you found us or what? I'm not sure. I think. Because you were working at Equinox or yeah, something, right? I was at Westwood. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm not sure. Was Schwab there? No. no. Do, you know, do you know Lauren Schwab? Did you, did you know Gunther or somebody like that? No. Like just not until later. Yeah, we just met Gunther recently. Okay. A month or two ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. I, I'm not sure how. Random. We got, might have to go back. I wonder if I just like looked at people on Instagram, like maybe you tagged yourself at Equinox and yeah. I was trying to find trainers that looked like they'd be interesting. Maybe. Yeah, I, at the time I was all Equinox. I loved, I loved it at the time. So <laughs> probably you probably found me through there. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. In the fitness world, especially here in LA, it's super tight. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Everyone kind of is intertwined yeah. within. How do you know Gunther? I worked. That's where I worked with him at uh, Equinox. Oh, he yeah. did. I didn't know he worked at yeah, Equinox. He, yeah, he was there mm. Um, mm. for I think yeah three years. Okay. And then that's kind of how we met. So we kind of kept in touch. We had like I given a client when I left Equinox. I gave him like one of my clients. So we all were. We were always cool. And, yeah. Uh, He's cool, some dude. cash for that or what? Uh, yeah, you, know, you got to like, cash. Actually, no, I, 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 still kept tra- I, I still kept training the client, but um, 
it just worked out for him. Like he could train there like during the week. Oh, oh okay. you on the weekends? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So it worked yeah. out like that. But yeah. It's, uh, we, this is like the eighth Equinox training we've had on, I guess. <laughs> Third. Yeah. Really? Well, I think that's a, that's a first move for a lot of people yeah. out here is, is go be a trainer there. Yeah. It's a good, I think it's a good first step. Like I said, I, I learned a lot. Um, I learned, you know, kind of how to train. Yeah. Honestly, how to run a business. If it weren't for them, I probably wouldn't know at least the foundation of what I know is how to yeah. even run a business, how, yeah. to, how yeah. to train, how to schedule, all those simple things. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely a good stomping ground. Um, but you, you find out quick that like, all right, I can, mm, I can do more. Yeah. yeah. I can make more. I can do more. So, but you, but as you said, the business part of it is, is 95% of it. There's so many trainers that are similar and, and like, oh, yeah. you know, people that are, uh, that are shit trainers, but make tons of money. Oh yeah, for sure. You mm-hmm. don't see that. And that's in any profession. You can yeah, see yeah, 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 definitely. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Football you know, coaching. Yeah, everything. yeah. You see yeah. that everywhere. So yeah, um, you really do. Yeah. It was just, and then you get the politics. Yep. You know, to go yeah. into it, they're giving certain trainers clients yep, here. Yep, you yep. got to bust your butt to get, you know, one. So yep. um, you learn the ropes pretty fast. But sure, um, if you're hungry enough, you make it work. Yeah. You know, so. How do, that's interesting. No, I'm, I'm you're just interesting. Business-wise, okay, I'm yeah. thinking. I'm jumping in here now. Right. Uh, so Equinox, I wonder if there's like, there's got to be some kind of business because a lot of, they breed a lot of these trainers, mm-hmm. especially like here in LA. I don't know necessarily other cities. Yeah. They should have like the, the next step. Like we want you to thrive in your own business or whatever. Maybe it's like a training program. Maybe it's kind of like they have an umbrella, like don't come in Equinox, but these are our umbrella yeah. kind of stamp of approval type people. Yeah. They still can capitalize on people like yourself who have allowed them to become exactly. successful, I think it, you know? They yeah. don't have a certification program? Um. Just think about that. Like, if you're Equinox certified, that's what essentially what you're looking at, right, Timmy? Yeah. Or right. and above. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. going beyond that, though. Yeah. I mean, they offer a lot of like in-house discounted like certifications. If you're doing like kettlebell certs and like oh, stuff okay. like that, they, but they that's provide. for but but it's they not their own. It. But it's not their own. It's is not it? their own. It's not their own. But they try to they mask all the stuff that you don't like with education. So it's just Got like you. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's yeah. why I was so blind to it. I was like, oh, I'm learning all this cool yep, stuff. Yep. Yeah. And then I look at my paycheck. I was like, dang. <laughs> yeah right yeah. but it's like you know you kind of made 25 bucks for that and they made 125 <laughs> yeah, exactly so you just kind of you know you learn the ropes as you it's go the game though yeah what play it. what brought you out here to la because you're so you're from houston you play where's rice at houston it is in houston yeah. is it i was in texas jersey yeah oh no 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 rockers the, is, rockers there yeah. we go they call yeah. it the the you know the ivy league or the south at least i like get, to call it get out of here makes me sound smart but uh yeah i went to school in houston um huh and I kind of wanted to leave. Like when I first started, I was like, I got to get out. You know, everybody, yeah. I want to yep, get out, yep. mm-hmm. get away from parents, get away from family, friends. I want something new. And then it was kind of like, you know, I can get a good education. I can still play D1 football. Like, why not go here yeah. and, you know, thrive? And I can have all my family come. Um, and then as I went through school, I was like, man, I think I need, I really need to go. Like, I've been here. You know, I've been living in Houston like 22 years of my life. Like, I've always wanted to travel, and especially yeah. with playing sports. Like, you go to different cities. Yeah, and you know, yeah. You, you know, you see what every different city has to offer, and then it kind of opens your eyes up. Whereas if you're someone who stays at home um, all the time, you don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You don't really have that passion to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I always knew I wanted to go to a different city. And then, you know, as time went, I was like, all right, maybe I want somewhere with water. <laughs> yeah. Like Houston has water, but it's, it's not good water, but it's <laughs> whatever. Um, I want somewhere warm. You know, I need the climate to be warm and somewhere where I can grow. Those are sure. my, you know, standards as far as finding a new place to live. So, yeah. um, 
California was just one of those places on my radar. Had you been out here before? Visited? <clears throat> I took a visit at the time. My ex-girlfriend moved here for acting. Okay. Uh, and I visited for the first time. I was like, man, I love it. It's January and it's 65. Like, yeah. what, crazy, what's right? crazy. I mean, granted, Texas doesn't get cold either, but it was just yeah. a different, the climate was just different. It wasn't humid. It was nice. I could see myself. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, you just put yourself in that environment. Uh-huh. I was like, all right, I think this is it. I came a second time. I was like, all right. I went back home, grabbed all my stuff, booked a one way. Out. I was out. Yep. Never looked back. So, so that was how long after college? Uh, that was literally right after because I, I, uh, I did pro day. Okay. Um, pro day at, at your at school Rice. at Rice. Yeah. Um, and I got a invite to Bill's rookie camp. Okay. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I did that. Didn't really go as planned. Again, you get, you get all those things. I thought I was better than some people with that, but you know, yeah, mm-hmm. it's whatever. Yep, yep. That didn't end up working out. And I was like, man, I know I had my agent. He was, I came out here also too to have a place to stay active because I was still yeah. actively trying to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, I want to go somewhere. I need a gym. I need to work out. I need some, you know, I need all the resources sure. um, that I can have in order to keep the dream alive. But then at the same time, I was also like, all right, what if this doesn't happen? You know, I spent my whole life like, I want to go to the league. I want to go to the league. Yep. As soon as that's over, it's like, now what? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Yep. Um, so I knew as soon as that was over, I like, I have to find some type of purpose. Like, Did you, did you, uh, when you did make the NFL, were you trying to go CFL or arena or any of that? Um, no, it, it was a pride thing. Like I was just like, nah. like I love league football. Yeah, yeah. I was, I love football, but it's like when you're a kid and you, all you dream about is NFL, NFL, NFL. It's like anything less than that. It's just like I get that. Yeah, but yeah. at some point you knew NFL wasn't. Oh yeah, realistic. And then you just said, "Fuck it, I'm I out." Part of it too was like I, I dealt with like a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Even going into that 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 rookie camp, I was banged up. That um, sucks. You know, so I wasn't even a hundred percent then. Um, so it was just that kind of went into the decision. Like health, um, you see that a lot now with a lot of players now. They're looking at their health and mm-hmm. and value and stuff. So. Um, once I was like, man, I'm just kind of beat up. I, I was beat up. I came into college with a torn MCL. Like, did you know it? Damn. I didn't. Cause I never had something severe like that. Okay. But I was in an all-star, a uh, high school all-star game. Yeah. And I made a cut, snapped my MCL, swollen, <sighs> went into college. I was like, dang, they might pull my scholarship. I don't know what's going to happen. Sure. Got yeah. 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 First day, got a physical at Rice. They're like, oh yeah, man, your, your stuff's blown out. Well, you're probably gonna be out. So you redshirt? You redshirt? Yeah. That was the thing. I was like, I, don't, I didn't come to. Like, I could have went to. I had a few like SEC offers. I could have went to a big school. Really? And I was like, I'm not here to redshirt. Like, I don't want to redshirt. I want to like. So you played? I played. You dumbass. <laughs> so, like that's such dumbass yeah. 18 year old like, dude mentality. But I'm sure in like I, Texas high school, that's been drilled yeah, in you yeah. for oh, the last four yeah, years. Man, you just you just want to play. You just want to. You know, mm-hmm. the thought of just sitting out just didn't make sense yeah. to me. We did done the same damn thing. Yeah. So I ended up. Um, I got surgery in June, and then I ended up playing by like the fourth game of the season. Had a big chunky knee brace, like yeah. this, so played what? Um, it was mostly special inside? teams. Oh, okay. Um, at first, and then uh, toward the end of the season, I got some reps at safety. So I mm-hmm. went in. It was more so I came in as an athlete, but I was like, put me wherever. I okay. just want to play. Yeah. I don't care. At first, I was like, I just want to play offense. You know, you know, play yeah. receiver. Yeah. Go give me the rock. Yeah, coach. Give me the rock. <laughs> But then at the time, I was just like, man, I just want to play. I just want to get on the field. So, um, yeah, so I battled with that injury, um, had surgery. It was minor. I ended up coming back in like five months. Mm -hmm. And then I had another knee. I was compensating. The other one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. MCL and meniscus blew that one out. 
So during yeah. play or practice or actually it was it was practice and like I kind of it was crazy. I remember walking to practice and it was non-contact and I'm I think I did it before and I mm. was walking to practice. I stepped off a curb and I felt something <sighs> pop on oh, me. Like just walking to sucks. practice. And it felt fine. I was like, oh, it's probably nothing. And then probably fourth period in practice, boom. Gone. Gone. So right back that to surgery. Sucks. Yeah. So it was just like I had always been I had never felt like I was healthy. Yeah. I never felt what it felt like to be hundred percent. And then once I moved here and I got some time off, I was like, dang, I feel good. Mm-hmm. And I was battling, like, do I go try to, you know, Make go back yeah. or do I just like look, call it? Yeah. And once I moved here and I kind of start find a little passions here and now. I was like, all right, that's it. How did you, what got you into training? Uh, that was it. Like, um, just, just like, this is all one, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I, well, it was mostly because I wanted to stay in shape yeah. to play. So I was like, all right, I need a gym. So I ended up like, that was another dumb decision. I moved to the Valley. That's where my ex-girlfriend at the time lived. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended up moving in with her. It's cheaper there. Yeah. It's cheap. Um, it was cool and I needed this place to work. So I would work out at this LA fitness and then I was like, you know what, let me just get a job here just so hmm. I could just come in for free, I could work out, maybe train some people just for fun. Yeah. I ended up getting my CPT and I just started training. I was there for all the three weeks. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I just can't do it. Just sucked or what? Yeah. I mean, it was it was cool, but it was just like like LA Fitness, you get like $15 a session. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Stupid. They don't pay so shit. I was like, what am, what am, how am I supposed to live here? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's when I started reaching out and found Equinox. Um and sure enough, that's kind of how it all started. I was like, and that's how I sort of developed a passion for training because I saw how, you know, I got to a point where I was healthy and then I was actually making some progress with myself. You know, I was, you know, my shoulders, my last injury was a shoulder injury coming out of college. So Jesus. I got that back strong. So I started feeling good. Yeah. And then I saw how I progressed myself. So I was like, man, maybe I can kind of do this for other people and yeah. then at first i was like oh i want to train athletes like that's what i was gonna say why not athletes because that's what so when we both have trained people before yeah when i started training i was training high school athletes nice was my was my jam yeah. and that was fun it was cool yeah but then it was also like all right i'm i'm working with this at one point there's two kids who i was doing for free because mm-hmm. they didn't have money and it was yeah. like you know fucked up situations for them yeah. and then it's like I would do this group thing on Saturdays, Saturday school. Yeah. I came across that recently. <laughs> like with a, a Twitter handle yeah. that we had. Yeah. Uh, and it was like group sessions. And I, you know, I might, I was lucky. I made 150 bucks for mm-hmm. three hours of work. Yeah. Which was good. Good money. Good money yeah. at the time. But like a lot of times I would make 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, cause I'd pay out the other coaches and yada, yada. Exactly. But at, at some point it was like, all right, I'm not working with high school athletes there's no money in this long term yeah. let me work with his mom or, yeah you know his, exactly. her cousin or you yeah. know stuff like that. that that's what it boiled down to it was just yeah. like because athletes training athletes is seasonal so yeah. that's one yeah. thing yeah. you can't be consistent with that it's not sustainable unless you're just training different type of athletes sure then you can have that stability but um and then it was like an ego thing too part of me and then like i didn't want to I was, I was so fresh out like that whole year i didn't watch any nfl football mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like salty yeah because you yeah. you come out and you see the guys that you train with the guys you know better than that dude i mean it wasn't even that it was just more so like you know in order for me to to progress towards something else i had to kind of like 
get that out of my scope. You know what I mean? I couldn't look at that and want to do something else or have a passion or something else. So that whole year, I don't think I watched a football game until like I, the playoffs. I was the exact same way. I was in NFL, but in, uh, in college, when yeah. I left college, so I quit like mid-season. Yeah. And I was, I was a retro sophomore, yeah. and uh, I didn't play in a game I should have played in. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this. Like, fuck <laughs> you had, like, you, here's the thing. You had Bron- I was at that game. You quit. You had bronchitis like that week or something, oh, and then boy. instead of putting uh, yeah. you in when like you were supposed to play playing, they put in a, like a freshman above you or something, and I you're know. like, "Fuck yeah. this, I'm done." <clears throat> Melvin, yeah. Yeah. Melvin, who also got arrested for like oh. a coke ring, like, yeah. like, <laughs> like two months later. <laughs> yeah. But so I, I had played like two games before that, and I came in first play of the game, the first play I'm in, get on my backup, dude. I'm like the fifth corner. Yeah, I just want to come in first play of the game. I cause a fumble. We recover. I'm hey, out, hype. which it was great. I was hype as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out the next series. Uh, so I'm like one play uh, in and out. Come on. Come had another series where I had like a, like I ended up outscoring the entire defense on like, you know, how you do like a yeah, point yeah. system. And stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I played like three series and one series was one play. So I was, I was, I, I felt the momentum next week. They were away and I don't think I traveled for that game. And then the next week we played Eastern Michigan. We're up like 60 to nothing or something. We beating the shit out of oh, them. Yeah and didn't play and i was like fuck that i just walked off the field instead of we would go back this way and sing the fight song and i just left yeah but and i never never came back i talked to one coach actually uh do you know vance joseph vance joseph he just coached the broncos got fired last year now he's a d coordinator i think in arizona yeah he's been moving he was my db coach got you wow um we had ridiculous DB coaches. Man. I don't know how, but it's him and then the Browns defensive coordinator right now, Steve Wilkes, was my DB coach. He's Man. at the Browns now. Yeah, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Who was Arizona's coach, head coach last, last year? year. Got you. But anyway, so I talked to him and I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this. And he kind of was like, I, I get it. It's kind of mm-hmm. bullshit thing. But next season, I didn't watch a single game. Yeah. Didn't watch a single college game. I watched NFL. It was just different. I didn't like. It's not like I rooted against the the guys that I was boys with, but I yeah. would watch and be like. Yeah. This fucker's playing. Yeah, I could beat. It's supposed to be me. No like, question. Yeah, so it was tough to. That's a tough. It, it is, and it, it like like that's like you. Yeah. Same thing with me. It was like football was everything. Yeah, you know, I knew I wasn't going to the league, but I knew that was my shit. Yeah, because you have that kind of fine line between being a player and being a fan. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm still as a player, you're still a fan of the sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then once you the player goes away, it's like I don't want to be a fan. Like I don't want to. Watch, especially yep. guys I know yep. that I'm yep. playing with. Like you know, I wanted the same opportunity. But like I said, everybody's journey is different. And I looked at it as like, you know, maybe that wasn't my, maybe that's not my path. Maybe yeah. I'm supposed to go somewhere else. So, you know, I kind of well, that's the attitude. I yeah, shit. I had to. <laughs> I didn't have that. I, I literally had to because as soon as football was over, I was like, what do I do? It was uh-huh. kind of scary because I'm in L.A. now. I got to live. It's <laughs> expensive. Know? It's expensive. I got to make a living for myself. I, yep. I put myself in this position. So, like, what do I do now? Figure it out. And training, I never looked. At first, training was just something that I just wanted to do just to make ends meet for the for the time being. But as you start to, obviously, you get clients and you mm-hmm. meet cool people mm-hmm. that – Helping me, other cool people. Like I said, I didn't know anybody here, other than my ex girlfriend at the time. I didn't know anybody here. Damn. So it was just, you know, I started to meet friends and stuff like that. And then that's over time, you know, the passion for it kind of accumulated just with those things. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you when you branched out from from Equinox, how did you get your first clients? Were you taking people, kind um, of sliding them over? Or? It wasn't even like I was trying to actively like take people. It was just like it's like 
when you when they train with you, they want they want to stay with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was just like I never pressured any of my clients. I was like, yeah, you come with me. It was just like, oh, okay. Well, where are you going? Are you are you still in the area? Yeah. I'm like, cool. So it just worked out that a good number of them showed up with me, and then um, a lot of the other clients that I got was just from various places, whether it's referrals, yeah, or you know, I've gotten clients from like Instagram, social media, sure, stuff like sure. that. So it's just um, I learned L.A. was good. Uh, a good place to learn how to network. That's why I really learned how to just yeah. meet people um, and talk. And that's 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 what's good about the football community. It's like you go to these camps, like in the off season, you meet a lot of different guys. Like you kind of naturally know how to network. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just took that skill here and you know met a lot of cool people that kind of put me in a position to you know be where I'm at now. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. There's a lot of bullshit here too. Oh, yeah. but there's a lot of great. Um, mindsets and creativity yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, for sure. And you, as you as you go along, you start to see right through it. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it wasn't nothing not, that kind of held me back. So yeah, yeah. So you cool. you you've been training for how many years? How old are you? Twenty six. Oh, just a baby, <laughs> youngin. Yeah. Uh, so four years. Four years. I've been here four years in June. Wow. Four years. Oh yeah, that's right. So you, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I so. was like, I was four years in. Um, uh, April tenth or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah April tenth. April tenth. So, so we're just about the same. Yeah. <laughs> We've been here, yeah. and I was training too when I came out here. Yep. So it's a it's a good. I think for a lot of people, it's either you know they train and they love it, and they do it for a while, or it's just kind of something to supplement what they really want to do. Yeah, uh, that was us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's a good way to like if you're good at it, you know why not? Like if yeah, you got to make ends, if you got to pay the bills, do it. Yeah. Know, it's like. Um, Especially people who have like athletic backgrounds, it's oh, like, it yeah. comes second nature. Yeah, like, exactly. So it it was weird though adjusting to, you know, like overweight woman I worked with. Like the first, she was like the third person <laughs> yeah. I had, and I'm and I'm used to working with like dudes like us. Like let's yeah. fucking go, like yeah. let's rock. And you're like, oh okay, yeah. Like this is different. We're yelling at her, get out of the ground. Yeah, like <laughs> all right, I need to chill out. Like ten squats isn't dude. that easy, I yeah. guess. Dude, my first client at Equinox was a. A 16-year-old kid, and he was doing it for PE credit. Stop. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, what? And then he had, like, a foot condition to where he couldn't, like. Oh, no. Did he really have a foot condition? Yeah. He no, he was like, he had to ass. get, like, surgery on it oh, okay. and stuff. So I had to kind of, like, help him do some post-rehab stuff. It was weird. So I was yeah. like, man, this, 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 that's when I started, like, did I really want to do this? And <laughs> then the kid, <laughs> the kid ended up being cool, and I just, like, reconnected with him recently, and we just started training. So it was cool. just like, you yeah, know, like I said, the people kind of made – no doubt. Uh, kind of developed, helped me develop that passion for yeah, it. Yeah, know? yeah. That that overweight girl I talked about, yeah. I did not like working with her. <laughs> and she was just like, yeah. she was so not good energy. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to be here. This hurts too much. And like, you know, like the type of people that just energy, our energy sucks. Yeah. By the end, she was my favorite person. Oh, man. Because yeah. she was great and she was cool. And we're like... We're talking about podcasts we listen to, and I know what goes on in her life. She knows what's going on yeah. with me. Oh, you know everything. Yeah, I mean, sure you spend you an hour. With, you spend yep. an hour with one person yep. three times a week. You're gonna. Yep. Yep. You my know. boyfriend, this. My girlfriend. Yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I hear a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. You'd be surprised. Oh yeah. I'm like a. I, me and my girlfriend talk about this all the time. We're like therapists. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Half the time they don't even want to come in and work out. They just want to talk. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know. Hop on, yeah. Hop on the elliptical and yeah, talk. Exactly. Because <laughs> and at first, you know, I just wanted to train, and I was like, oh, why people come to me with their problems? Like, I don't even know you like that. Like, it was mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. But then you start to see like it's more to totally this training stuff than totally. just telling them what to do. Like they uh-huh. come to you. They probably don't spend an hour with you know a lot of close people in their life. Yeah. On a, on Definitely. A so it's like, all right, well, she 
she can come back to me from week to week and spend an hour with me and yeah. want to talk to me then and spend know. money to be exactly. there with you and, exactly and so that's and, the that's the stickiness of it too is like that's well, that's how you get your referrals that's how they stay with you because yeah. they know you that you're, exactly. you're almost like a friend at that yeah point. exactly so um that's why i learned it. it's just you know you gotta that's why i came to a point where i just started to be picky about who i train now um because sure. there's certain people that you know i want to actually help and i want to see them grow and there's certain people that want to train for different reasons and i kind of have to like weed out what it is that yeah. i want in a person it's like you're interviewing them yeah. you know because i gotta spend an hour with you you gotta spend an hour with yep, me, yep, you know? yep. so it's it's the same way um and then it's like you know especially when your your time is limited you want to make sure you maximize the time regardless if i'm getting paid or not yeah i still want to make sure like all right I, I put in a lot of work toward making sure you get from point a to point b so like um you know it's 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 a learning curve, but <laughs> I've had to fire a few clients. Shoot, I've been fired a few times. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like you learn over time. And, yeah. You know, it is cool. Like, yeah. You meet a lot of cool people. What about the, now you're doing online stuff, the mm -hmm. One Body LA. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what, what made you want to do, I mean, obviously scalability and like the, yeah. the obvious stuff. Yeah. What made you want to do it? And then like how have, how different is that? How hard is that? Mm -hmm. And how are you changing messaging and stuff you're doing on social for that? Yeah. Um. So we got in, I think it was in November of 2017, we decided to break away. Um, but my plan... You and Toya? Me and Toya. Your, your girl? Yeah, I had to convince her, man. She was scared. <laughs> was she at Equinox? <clears throat> she was, we both, we met okay. at Equinox. Okay, okay. Yeah, we, we, we were good friends uh, beforehand. And I knew I wanted to leave Equinox like nine months before. <laughs> like I was kind of clocked out. I was checked out. It got to a point where I wasn't even working out and stuff. I was just... <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> And and I knew when it got to that point, I was like, all right, I need to, I need to find a way to Next at least steps. either, you know, find something outside of Equinox and do. I was working at Nike part time. Mm. A lot of people know this. I worked at Nike part time just to like, you know, granted, I, I wasn't making money. I was just trying to, you know, <laughs> get the discount. And yeah. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, I spent. Wait, do you know Chelsea Badu? Yeah. Maybe that's I how we connect. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, just yeah, triggered yeah. it because she yeah. used to work there. Yeah. I worked. There. Oh, I didn't know she worked there. Yeah. yeah, I bet you that. Anyway, Maybe. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so for nine months before I quit, dude, I was making a website. I was, you mm. know, my dad gave me one of his. For this, One Body yeah, was, was it called One Body LA? Honestly, I didn't have a name. I was just like, I just want, I just kind of, like I said, I took that Equinox mold and I kind of mm. saw those, you know, holes where I just felt like they didn't really capitalize on and then yeah. tried to. What make, holes? Where? Um, I think it was more so like the being like personable like i mm. feel like when you, equinox is very luxury and it's like wow 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 but i don't feel like they like it's not a family it's not a community thing. it's a machine it's a machine yeah it just keeps going yeah and it's like that's what i wanted to portray with my own business like i want and then we just talked about like you know having clients and being able to talk to them and they come to us um you know for more than just training i want it to be more personal i want it to be um a place where everybody feels welcome. Like if I, if I were to have a gym, when you walk in, you're going to be greeted. I yeah. could be training my client. I'm going to greet you at the door or right. yeah. wave, say something, you know, yeah. I want good, to see, good morning. Good to see you. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. why I feel like it was missing. It was just like, I didn't feel, you know, everybody comes in, it's just a number, yeah. you know? So I just wanted to make some sort of, you know, I wanted our business to stand for this is one body. It's like all encompassing. Like uh -huh. we care about you. We want to make sure you have the best tools to succeed, you know, whether yeah. you get there or not, you know, it's, it's more up to you than us, but we're going to put you 
we want to make sure that we put you in position to do it. Sure. Um, so, like I said, I was making a website. I was my dad gave me one of his old hand-me-down cameras. I was like, huh, let me let me figure out how this thing cool. works. Yeah. And I was like, I want to be able to market myself because I started asking asking people like, how much would you charge if I did like a, a shoot? And you know, everybody's trying to make their money. So I was like, oh yeah, four hundred five. I was like, man, I don't have that. Yeah. So you know, I'm just the type of guy. If I can't pay for. I'll do it myself. Yeah. Yep. You know. So I learned. I'm on YouTube every night. I got a six a.m. client in the morning. 9 to 1 a.m. I'm learning, mm-hmm. you know, learn mm-hmm. and apply, learn and apply. And then got to a point, November comes around. I got the website. I got the LLC logo. I made the logo. Oh, on you Photoshop. did all that shit. Yeah. You did design yourself? All this stuff. Did you, have you done that before or you just mm-hmm. figured no. it out? YouTube, man. Yeah. Teach you everything you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can learn anything. YouTube you. YouTube yes. you. Um, and all that stuff. Up And it was in November 4th. I think we just, we put out two weeks in. Last year? Uh, 2017. So it's been right, almost two years, um, and never looked back. And I had, like I said, I had to convince my girlfriend. She was scared, obviously. <laughs> of course, yeah. It's, it's a lot, you know. It's a lot of risks, obviously, especially you talking about insurance. You know, being able to yeah. provide all these little um, little expenses that were covered from a company like that. Um, you have to kind of make it work on your own. But I was like, look, we have X Y Z clients, you know, that are coming with us. We'll be fine in the meantime until we can really start sure. this stuff rolling. Yeah. Um, and then that's how it kind of came about. So, um, now it's to a point where, you know, we're doing all marketing, we're doing like a lot of content and yeah, yeah. social media stuff. And it's now. good shit. That's why, like, yeah. that's probably why we're talking now because <laughs> yeah. I see it's good shit and I'll yeah. comment on your stuff. Yeah, and yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh, let's and come we kind of keep in touch. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's worked out so far, man. It's like all that work that I put just kind of slaving late night and trying to learn the stuff kind of yeah. helped me build it. And now I can mold it how I see how where I think certain things fit. Sure, um, sure. So, yeah. Did you did you hit the ground running in 17 or did you quit have your clients and then, you know, 6 months later launch the online type stuff? Um, no, nah, we kind of we launched it. We just said, Look, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's just make it work. Um, so we had like a few online clients. It was slow at first, of course. Yeah. Um, people like, you know, certain people said, "Oh, yeah, it's dope." And certain people like, "Oh, this guy's going to crumble." And, you know, you have you hate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um but you know it was it was kind of we had our clients we had a base to where then you, you're talking getting paid by equinox versus now you're getting 100 percent right yeah or, or versus wherever you're paying or rent at a gym or something yeah yeah so it was like it, it worked it, financially it worked mm-hmm. then it was just after that the new year's about how do we sustain it how do we scale it how do we make sure that we're growing i don't just want to be here like i want to make this grow mm-hmm. whether it's through our our leads that we're coming in or that's coming in or um, how we're marketing. I want to make sure we're climbing. Yeah. Um, and then that's, that's where it got tricky. Sure. Um, with stuff like that, but like with anything, how do you, how are you different than other people? Like, what do you try to do differently? Um, I know you said you like fill in the holes with like an Equinox type thing, yeah. but as far as like a training yeah. conceptually, like, yeah. is there different stuff in there? <clears throat> um, I think more so with how much we put into each client. Hmm. Cause when I felt when I was at Equinox, it was all about numbers. And the more numbers you have, the less opportunity you have to be, like I said, personable. You mm-hmm. can't really give them 100% of you. Yeah. So um, I think what we do differently is like we like give them, like I text my clients. Like I, I make sure, like it's just mm. not when I see you, when I see you. Yeah. Like I text them, like I text one of my clients, put those chips down just randomly. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's like, how you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's just little things like that that yeah. it doesn't require energy, doesn't require money, but that's what keeps 
you know, you get that retention. Yep. You get people that love you, and then they refer their friends, and then yep. they tell yep. people, and they post stuff. So I, I think a lot of people miss the fact that, you know, it's not just what everybody can see. It's the little things that you do um, that kind of makes a big difference. Um, you know, we do stuff with our clients. We, we're like friends with our clients. That's cool, yeah. You know, it's just like we want to create a community. We mm-hmm. don't have like a um, – we don't have a gym. We don't have like a place where we can call ours. But when people like say, who do we train with? They say one body. And that's like the coolest thing ever. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause they, you know, they want to be a part yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. And then another thing is like on the other side of it is like marketing. It's like, how do we stand out? That's what it's all. It's so much. The social media is so saturated with just a lot of different stuff. And it's just, honestly kind I, of the same stuff. I was going to say a lot of different, the same shit. It's kind of the same stuff. And for us, it's just like, how do we just kind of separate ourselves? Yeah. You know, and my girlfriend, we talked about, you know, we kind of slacked on our social media, but we were talking about like, how do we grow our social media? Our content, we have quality. Uh-huh. That's I told you. We yeah. have the quality, yeah. but we need the consistency. Um, so at first it was like, oh yeah, we just post workouts. But then it was like, that's not sustainable. You know what I mean? Like you Why? can't post a workout three day, three times a week. You're going to run out of stuff. It's only so much you can sure, do. Yeah. And then it's like, one size doesn't fit all. Maybe this workout doesn't work for everybody. Or, yeah, yeah. And then it's also it's like I don't want to be known as a page just for workouts. Yeah. Because I've seen cases where, you know, you have this girl who posts her little, you know, <laughs> her booty workouts. Yeah, yeah. And then the moment she posts like her family, she gets like four likes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of sucks. Yeah. It's like dang, like I'm giving you. So it's like they don't, they're not even they don't even care about you. It's just to care sure. about what yeah, content you're bringing. So yeah. like. We're more so in the mix of like, how do we make them care about who we are as people and provide them with good content? Mm-hmm. That's sustainability for us. And that's sure. kind of how you grow, we feel like. Um, so a lot of our content is different, whether it's motivational. Um, I mean, you've seen it. It's just yeah, yeah. a lot of different stuff uh, that we're trying to, and we kind of test it, see what works, see what doesn't. Sure. It's, it's um, trial and error, but yeah. Know, how long, how often are you putting out? Um, I know you just you're starting to do the YouTube more. And that yeah, kind of we stuff. just started YouTube, um, and we we're using that kind of as our foundation for a lot of our mm. content. Because when you're shooting YouTube, the reason I wanted to do it is because you can put more out. Yeah, you know, I have that minute. Oh, granted, you have IGTV, but like I feel like that's still kind of growing a little bit. It's stiff, different. Yeah. I don't think. So uh, yeah, we we did a video uh, for Air Asia mm-hmm. uh, with Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. And they flew out a guy from from um, Philippines. Mm-hmm. Philippines, a referee, boxing. Referee. I got my phone just in case my girl had something like on the ship. Uh, and so, yeah, a boxing referee, and he got to meet like his idol, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. So they they did it on IGTV, but they didn't have the link, like the preview. I mean, mm-hmm. preview on the regular, and only got like a thousand views or something. And they have wow. hundreds yeah. of thousands That's of people crazy. because it's just. I mean, like you'd have to go into their IGTV. Yeah, it's nobody so does hard to see get it. There. Nobody does. Yeah, that. yeah. so it's kind of like weird how Instagram's done that. Yeah, I like the thought of a longer form yeah. content place, but it's not as seamless. It's not. No, seamless not. Stuff. But all it's it takes not. for them is yeah, to sh- yeah. shift this up exactly. just like they did with stories, they and then bam. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's up to them. I guess yeah. they'll yeah, figure whatever. it out yeah. at some point. Um, but with the YouTube, it's like we do, it's a lot longer content. So like mm-hmm. some of the videos we post are like seven to eight minutes, but I can create what I call like micro content from that content. Of so if we shoot a workout, I can, I can make that workout or I can make, you know, that video into three different pieces of content. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep, so yep. it kind of, it's a little bit more efficient, I think. And it helps me be more consistent with I mean, the YouTube stuff. I obviously want to be consistent with, but. Also, social media, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, 
um, we're just starting to get rolling with that. But now we're at a point where like, all right, we know how we want to separate this content to where it's consistent. That's the only thing that's missing. We feel like it's missing is consistency from us. Yeah. We feel like we always have the quality. It's just how can we just. That's anybody. Yeah, exactly. Like, or you start something, you're hype on it. Started a YouTube, we did this one video, and then it's like, oh, we only got 50 views on it. Like, why are we doing this for 50 views? Yeah. Yeah, Shit like that. I remember that. that, um, You ever watch Casey Casey Nice? Oh, yeah, for sure. Remember he had that one dude from like South Africa was like helping him out for a while? Brew, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, brew. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's yeah. So this dude had, and his like thing was like he he wanted to basically do what Casey was doing. Yeah, and he built it up, and like Casey was like, he's gonna create his first video. He's gonna create his first video. He's gonna. Yeah. So he had, I don't know, called a million people watched his first video. Yeah, and oh, yeah. he had nothing for I, I. When I looked, it was like I don't know, two months later, and he put nothing behind it or something. What? He no just lost. Videos? Yeah, like oh, lost okay. all the subscribers, lost all the momentum, lost because there was no consistency there. Yeah, that's, but like crazy. he had the the best build up ever, and then nothing. Yeah, consistency will you know it'll make or break whatever yeah. you're trying to do. Yeah. So I, oh. speaking of stuff like that, this is kind of off topic, and I hope she's not listening. But I know a girl who did a. She was working with a famous um, group female and was doing a like a challenge a seven day challenge or something like that mm-hmm. and they got like 20,000 people to sign up what? like something crazy it might be 15 but like Still. a ton <laughs> to sign up for this free uh, thing and that had nothing on the back end mm. challenge over done and oh, I was yeah. like wait what yeah wow. you don't have anything like, like follow up like you know yeah. what? actually I think I might have lied I think I might have been like 10 bucks or something they made like per yeah, multiply maybe. that there's 100 200k hmm. split right. 50 50 yeah. she did all the work she was like the knowledge behind it and the other girl was basically the face of it and wow that's it nothing Damn. i saw she just came out with something this week and and i'm this was probably no i know exactly what it was uh this was 14 months ago they came out with that wow and it had nothing and you had these people hot on it loved it like let me i'm, I'm oh, in on your thing man. and then nothing to to continue to sell yeah. a program or something jeez that's crazy you just sell those or something well so. but <laughs> sell them yeah, off to someone exactly. who'll do something yeah. Yeah. you got all that information yeah. and data why yeah. not well depends how it works well yeah and, and i'm sure minimal business savvy yeah um <laughs> i don't know so the the girl was like on the bachelorette or bachelor or something like that. Mm. The famous girl. Gotcha. So she had a big following, but I don't know what business wise, if she knew anything at all. And the, the trainer girl I knew, um, young probably just didn't know much different. Yeah. Um, grew up in Santa Monica, yeah. whatever that means. <laughs> but like probably like yeah. maybe the money was just like, Oh cool. Yeah. A couple quick extra buck. Buck. Yeah. yeah. Quick yeah buck, maybe didn't out. need the money. Yeah. Like doesn't, you know, I don't yeah. know. But mm. I thought that was wild. Wow. You have those people on the horn and you just mm-hmm. let them fucking ride. That's crazy. I hope I don't cut this part up. I shouldn't cut it up. I don't even know who you're talking about, though. You so. don't know her. No. You don't know her. Okay. Right now. I don't know her. So. Gotcha. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. crazy. What do you think, uh, as far as like, so now you're on your own, what, what do you think are our biggest mistakes or biggest decisions you've made in a positive way that have helped? Uh, that's a good question. You or Toya and together? Or? Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes and we're, we're just talking strictly business is not setting a cap at our value. I think, I think my girlfriend, mm. she kind of ran into that issue um, early on, but she was so, you know, telling somebody you charge 
XYZ dollars at Equinox is different than telling someone with your own business. Yeah. Grant, you would think like you have more control, you'll feel more confident in saying it, but huh. you're looking, you, you have a, a huge company behind you and you can say it. Yeah. They got your back. Yeah. Whereas if you're on your own, it's kind of like intimidating. It's like, okay, especially if you don't know me, like, all right, why are you this much compared to I can go, at the time, it's like I can go get an Equinox trainer for this much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think the problem at the very beginning is setting a, a standard as to what is our face value. And then we set, I think we set that too low. Yeah. And then once you set it, you can't that's, just be like, oh, never right. mind. Yep, yep, yep. You, you know what I mean? They're the was, same thing. Yeah. So um, I think we, we've gotten better at just like setting a certain value and just sticking to it. And okay let our work show for and if we want to increase it we can increase it because you know we feel like our work is going to continue to climb and it'll continue to be more valuable Mm -hmm. and i think we just started that just a little too low and i think it was just intimidating at first sure um because you're talking about you know you know a lot of the clients we train they're you know they're all scopes of practice they're executives and you know so you can't bs a a a business person yeah you know what i mean you got to really come confident with what you know, what you want to charge or how you plan to, um, you know, carry your business. So I think that was one of the things early on that I think we messed up with. Um, and then two, I think we got like too money hungry huh. because okay. when you get money hungry, all you think about is training, 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 and then you miss the, where you grow. Like you just compare everything to money. And then once the money's, you know, there and it's like how did i grow like 27 no 2018 i feel like i posted on instagram i think i looked at like 26 times wow like the whole year Damn. Like every other week, every other week yeah. yeah and i was like dang that's that's not enough to to grow yeah because i wasn't i think it was also too i wasn't getting any like a lot of new clients i was just i getting a ton of retention obviously to be able to sustain it but i wasn't like growing yeah so it was kind of like we we hit this peak and we flatlined hmm. for like 2018 um, and then also the second mistake is we didn't take vacations. Like I said, that was another thing. When you're money hungry, you don't take breaks. We just kept going. And then I, October came around, you know, I was burnt out. I was mm. like, man, I'm tired. You know, yep. you're training eight, eight hours a day. You know, you're meeting with eight different people a day. That's draining. Yep. Um, probably so six we, days a week or something. We, we didn't take any vacations and it got to a point where I didn't feel like working out cause I didn't want to be in a gym. I didn't want to <laughs> yeah. be in that setting anymore. Yep. Uh, I was running more. I was doing like, you know, just doing different stuff to get yeah. out of a gym. And then I was like, man, we need to like really look, sit down and say, look, money isn't everything. You know, yeah. we can, but that can be tough too. Yeah. Like yeah. depending on what, where your situation is. Right. When we yeah. would, when I was training, we too much train too. I remember times when my mom would want us to come, or mommy to come back for like six days for the holidays. And I'd yeah. be like, mom, if I, if I lose those two days, I might lose that could be like 300 bucks. Oh yeah. That's, easily. that's everything easily. to me. Like 300 bucks, a ton that's of money. A lot of money. And this was back in Charlotte. I wasn't, you know, even charge. I'm sure you charge well, well, way much, uh, way higher than what I was able yeah. to charge back there. Mm-hmm. But it was like, that's a lot, like that's a ton of money. I can't yeah. not do that. Exactly. You know, I have to come back. I know I'd love to stay here forever, but yeah. so I don't know if, if you were in that situation where it's like, you know, you take a week off. That's mm-hmm. not only are you, Dude. if you go on a vacation, you're spending a couple Man. thousand to go on vacation. Then you're losing a couple yeah. thousand. Like yeah. you double that and you're fucked. Yeah. And then it took us like actually taking a real, we didn't even go anywhere special. I think we, where do we go? I could have just went home yeah. and yeah. just got a break from it. And yeah. I came back. I was like, wow, like I'm charged up. Like I want to, 
Let's do get it. after it again. So now we make it a point to like every quarter we'll take whether it's a weekend or a week off like we just take that time we recharge and reboot yeah that is a good idea because you know it's it's good to be money hungry and you know you want to get especially if you need it and you're trying to make ends meet but at the same time it's like you know you you lose time to be able to progress to grow right you can be money hungry but then you're still here Mm -hmm. you know what i mean whereas if you just maybe sacrifice two clients to Focus on social media or marketing or emails or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And, you know, that could build, get you more than what you're currently just grinding for every time. So um, that's a big mistake I think we made early on is just like money isn't everything. Like money, like time is everything. Money, mm-hmm. like it'll, it's, it'll come as you um, put value in other things. So that's With that the was quality huge. of it. Yeah, yeah, it was quality over quantity. And this year, of course, we we capitalized on all that. Like we, I mean, granted, we had a spot. We're better off than we were two years ago. It was rough mm-hmm. at first. Where's that spot in Santa Monica? Um, we have a few spots we train out. It's one in Brentwood. Um, mm-hmm. You man, it's it's like Equinox Part Two, and then mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's another spot in Santa Monica I train out of. So I try to keep with the what's the guy's name? Is it the one guy that owns the gym? Feel like he's a former football player too? No, no. Um, Did you used to train there? No, I th- like Davy. Davy trains there. Oh yeah, that's that's where we were training. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he? I forget, what, yeah, long hair. Or am I trying to make this dude look, feel like AJ Hawk? It's not AJ Hawk. The owner. <laughs> like, he's, talking, he's talking about the owner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he, I mean maybe he did have long hair. This is an older guy. Oh, that's uh, not the guy. Never yeah, mind. Man, yeah. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we we keep everything on the west side. Yeah. Um, it's kind of easy to commute. Uh, oh, you can't have to, yeah. you have to oh, kill man. yourself Jeez. here. I tried to listen. That was another mistake yeah. is we were doing like home visits. So we were going to people's houses and granted you can charge a premium, but then you start to realize that 45 minutes of traffic, that's X, yeah. y, X amount of dollars that you're yep. losing, you know? So it was just finding that balance to where money isn't everything, you know, be more efficient with your time. Make sure that if you're spending time doing something, you're getting the most out of that. Mm-hmm. That, that time so now it's at a point where like we're, we're maybe training on average maybe five to six uh clients a day and that's enough to where i can give them a hundred percent of me i don't yep. feel like i'm you know dragging through i can you know be personable i can everybody loves and they, they have fun they enjoy it and i can still have that time to go do other things to help me grow because like i said we set that standard now to where i know what i'm getting paid for the day you know i know what money i'm bringing in so then now i can like spend this amount of time growing and trying mm-hmm. to progress sure you know what i mean so um yeah i think those were our kind of our pitfalls as far as like what we did early on that i wish we could have just um like it's experience you learn yep you of course totally so, of course yeah so timmy anything else? we're at, no. we gotta get the hell out of here yep. all right well we appreciate your time yeah appreciate, appreciate it, man. good shit yeah, glad we could sure. connect again i know finally we got to stay in touch though man. yeah our city coffee collab coming soon oh yeah it's coming <laughs> it's coming we're gonna put some yeah let's talk about that yeah. we'll do that we'll do that after here okay do this white ladies and gentlemen goodbye <laughs>